Act four of Adelphi or the Brothers by Terence. Translated by Henry Thomas Riley. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act the fourth. Scene one. And Tectesipho and Cyrus from the house of Mesio. My father gone into the country, say you. Cyrus with a careless air some time since do tell me i beseech you he is at the farm at this very moment i warrant hard at some work or other i really wish provided it be done with no prejudice to his health i wish that he may so effectually tire himself that for the next three days together he may be unable to arise from his bed so be it and anything still better than that if possible just so for i do most confoundedly wish to pass this whole day in merry-making as i have begun it and for no reason do i detest that farm so heartily as for its being so near town if it were at a greater distance night would overtake him there before he could return hither again now when he doesn't find me there he'll come running back here i'm quite sure he'll be asking me where i have been that i have not seen him all this day what am i to say does nothing suggest itself to your mind nothing whatever so much the worse have you no client friend or guest i have what then you have been engaged with them when i have not been engaged that can never do it may during the daytime but if i pass the night here what excuse can i make cyrus dear me how much i do wish it was the custom for one to be engaged with friends at night as well but you be easy i know his humour perfectly well when he raves the most violently i can make him as gentle as a lamb in what way he loves to hear you praised i make a god of you to him and recount your virtues what mine yours immediately the tears fall from him as from a child for very joy ah take care why what's the matter the wolf in the fable what my father his own self what shall we do cyrus you only be off indoors i'll see to that if he makes any inquiries you have seen me nowhere do you hear can you not be quiet they retreat to the door of Mesio's house and Tessifo stands in the doorway scene two enter demia on the other side of the stage demia to himself i certainly am an unfortunate man in the first place i can find my brother nowhere and then in the next place while looking for him i met a day labourer from the farm he says that my son is not in the country and what to do i know not Ctesipho apart cyrus cyrus apart what's the matter is he looking for me yes undone nay do be a good art demia to himself plague on it what ill luck is this 
I cannot really account for it, unless I suppose myself only born for the purpose of enduring misery. I am the first to feel our misfortunes, the first to know of them all, then the first to carry the news. I am the only one, if anything does go wrong, to take it to heart. I am amused at him. He says that he is the first to know of everything, while he is the only one ignorant of everything. Demia to himself. I've now come back, and I'll go see whether perchance my brother's yet returned. Cyrus, pray do take care that he doesn't suddenly rush in and upon us here. Now will you hold your tongue? I'll take care. Never this day will I depend on your management for that, upon my faith, for I'll shut myself up with her in some cupboard. That's the safest. Goes into the house. Do so. Still, I'll get rid of him. Demia, seeing Cyrus. But see, there's that rascal Cyrus. Cyrus aloud, pretending not to see Demia. Really, upon my faith, no person can stay here, if this is to be the case. For my part, I should like to know how many masters I have. What a cursed condition this is. What's he whining about? What does he mean? How say you, good sir? Is my brother at home? What the plague do you talk about, good sir? I'm quite distracted. What's the matter with you? Do you ask the question? Tessifo has been beating me, poor wretch, and that music girl, almost to death. Huh. What is it you tell me? Aye, see how he's cut my lip. Pretends to point to it. For what reason? He says she was bought by my advice. Did not you tell me, a short time since, that you had seen him on his way into the country? I did, but he afterwards came back raving like a madman. He spared nobody. Ought he not to have been ashamed to beat an old man? Him whom only the other day I used to carry about in my arms when thus I... Showing. I commend him. Oh, Tessifo, you take after your father. Well, I do pronounce you a man. Commend him? Assuredly he will keep his hands to himself in future if he's wise. Twas done with spirit. Very much so. To be beating a poor woman and me a slave who didn't dare strike him in return. Heyday! Very spirited indeed. He could not have done better. He thought the same as I did, that you were the principal in this affair. But is my brother within? He is not. I'm thinking where to look for him. I know where he is, but I shall not tell you at present. Ha! Huh, what's that you say? I do say so. Then I'll break your head for you this instant. I can't tell the person's name he's gone to, but I know the place where he lives. Tell me the place, then. Do you know the portico down this way, just by the shambles? Pointing in the direction. How should I but know it? Go straight along, right up that street. When you come there, there is a descent right opposite that goes downward. Go straight down that. Afterward, on this side... Extending one hand. 
there is a chapel close by it is a narrow lane where there is also a great wild fig tree i know it go through that but that lane is not a thoroughfare he faith that's true dear dear would you take me to be in my senses i made a mistake return to the portico indeed that will be a much nearer way and there is less going round about you know the house of cratinus the rich man i know it when you have passed that keep straight along that street on the left hand when you come to the temple of diana turn to the right before you come to the city gate just by that pond there's a baker's shop and opposite to it a joiner's there he is what is he doing there he has given some couches to be made with oaken legs for use in the oak mare for you to carouse upon very fine but why do i delay going to him exit scene three cyrus alone go by all means i'll work you to-day you skeleton as you deserve Asianus loiters intolerably the breakfast's spoiling and as for sisypho he's head and ears in love i shall now think for myself for i'll be off at once and pick out the very nicest bit and leisurely sipping my cups i'll lengthen out the day goes into the house scene four and amicio and hegio i can see no reason here hegio that i should be so greatly commended i do my duty the wrong that has originated with us i redress unless perhaps you thought me one of that class of men who think that an injury is purposely done them if you expostulate about anything they have done and yet are themselves the first to accuse because i have not acted thus do you return me thanks oh far from it i never led myself to believe you to be otherwise than you are but i beg Michio, that you will go with me to the mother of the young woman and repeat to her the same what you have told me do you yourself tell the woman that this suspicion of Asinus's fidelity was incurred on his brother's account and that this music girl was for him if you think i ought or if there's a necessity for doing so let us go you act with kindness for you'll then both have relieved her mind who is now languishing in sorrow and affliction and have discharged your duty but if you think otherwise i will tell her myself what you have been saying to me nay i'll go as well you act with kindness all who are in distressed circumstances are suspicious do i know not what degree they take everything too readily as an affront they fancy themselves trifled with on account of their helpless condition therefore it will be more satisfactory for you to justify him to them yourself they go into the house of sostrata scene five enter ischinus i am quite distracted in mind for this misfortune so unexpectedly to befall me that i neither know what to do with myself or how to act my limbs are enfeebled through fear my faculties bewildered with apprehension no counsel is able to find a place within my breast alas how to extricate myself from this perplexity i know not 
so strong a suspicion has taken possession of them about me not without some reason too sustrata believes that i have purchased this music girl for myself the old woman informed me of that for by accident when she was sent for the midwife i saw her and at once went up to her how is pamphila i inquired is the delivery at hand is it for that she is sending for the midwife away away iskinus cries she you have deceived us long enough already have your promises disappointed us sufficiently ha said i pray what is the meaning of this farewell she cries keep to her who is your choice i instantly guessed what it was they suspected but still i checked myself that i might not be telling that gossip anything about my brother whereby it might be divulged now what am i to do shall i say she is for my brother a thing that ought by no means to be repeated anywhere however let that pass it is possible it might go no further i am afraid they would not believe it so many probabilities concur against it it was i myself carried her off it was i my own self that paid the money for her it was my own house she was carried to this i confess has been entirely my own fault ought i not to have disclosed this affair just as it happened to my father i might have obtained his consent to marry her i have been too negligent hitherto henceforth then arouse yourself Iskinus. this then is the first thing to go to them and clear myself i'll approach the door advances to the door of sostrata's house confusion i always tremble most dreadfully when i go to knock at that door knocking and calling to them within ho oh, there ho oh, there it is Iskinus. open the door immediately someone the door opens some person i know not who is coming out i'll step aside here he stands apart scene six and the from the house of sostrata Misio speaking at the door to sostrata do as i told you sostrata i'll go find itinos that he may know how these matters have been settled looking round but who was it knocking at the door iskinus apart heavens it is my father i am undone iskinus iskinus aside what can be his business here was it you knocking at this door aside he is silent why shouldn't i rally him a little it would be as well as he was never willing to trust me with this secret to iskinus don't you answer me it wasn't i knocked at that door that i know of just so for i wondered what business you could have here apart he blushes all's well pray tell me father what business have you there why none of my own but a certain friend of mine just now brought me hither from the forum to give him some assistance why i'll tell you there are some women living here in impoverished circumstances as i suppose you don't know them and in fact i'm quite sure for it is not long since they removed to this place well what next there is a girl living with her mother go on this girl has lost her father this friend of mine is her next of kin. The law obliges him to marry her. Iskinus aside. Undone. What's the matter? Nothing. Very well. Proceed. He has come to take her with him. 
for he lives at Miletus. What? To take the girl away with him? Such is the fact. All the way to Miletus, pray? Yes. Iskinus aside. I'm overwhelmed with grief. Tomisio. But what of them? What do they say? What do you suppose they should? Why, nothing at all. The mother has trumped up a tale that there is a child by some other man, I know not who, and she does not state the name. She says that he was the first, and that she ought not to be given to the other. Well, now, does not this seem just to you after all? No. Why not, pray? Is the other to be carrying her away from here? Why should he not take her? You have acted harshly and unfeelingly, and even, if, father, I may speak my sentiments more plainly, unhandsomely. Why so? Do you ask me? Pray, what do you think must be the state of mind of the man who was first connected with her, who to his misfortune may perhaps still love her to distraction, when he sees her torn away from before his face, and borne off from his sight for ever? An unworthy action, father. On what grounds is it so? Who betrothed her? Who gave her away? When and to whom was she married? Who was the author of all this? Why did he connect himself with a woman who belonged to another? Was it to be expected that a young woman of her age should sit at home, waiting till a kinsman of hers should come from a distance? This, my father, you ought to have represented, and have insisted on it. Ridiculous! Was I to have pleaded against him whom I was to support? But what's all this, Aikinos, to us? What have we to do with them? Let us be gone. Uh, what's the matter? Why these tears? Iskinus weeping. Father, I beseech you, listen to me. Aikinos, I have heard and know it all, for I love you, and therefore everything you do is more a care to me. So do I wish you to find me deserving of your love, as long as you live, my dear father as I am sincerely sorry for the offence I have committed, and am ashamed to see you. Upon my word, I believe it, for I know your ingenious disposition, but I am afraid that you are too inconsiderate. In what city, pray, do you suppose you live? You have debauched a virgin, whom it was not lawful for you to touch. In the first place, then, that was a great offence, great, but still natural, Others, and even men of worth, have frequently done the same. But after it happened, pray, did you show any circumspection? Or did you use any foresight as to what was to be done, or how it was to be done? If you were ashamed to tell me of it, by what means was I to come to know it? While you were at a loss upon these points, ten months have been lost. So far indeed as lay in your power, you have periled both yourself and this poor girl, and the child. What did you imagine? That the gods would set these matters to rights for you while you were asleep, and that she would be brought home to your chamber without any exertions of your own? I would not have you to be equally negligent in other affairs. Be of good heart. You shall have her for your wife. <laughs> be of good heart, I tell you. Father... Are you now jesting with me, pray? I? Jesting with you? For what reason? I, I don't know. But so anxiously do I wish this to be true that I am the more afraid it may not be. Go home, 
and pray to the gods that you may have your wife. Be off. What? Have my wife now? Now. Now? Now, as soon as possible. May all the gods detest me, father, if I do not love you better than even my very eyes. What? Better than her? Quite as well. Very kind of you. Well, where is this Milesian? Departed, vanished, gone on board ship. But why do you delay? Father, do you rather go and pray to the gods? For I know for certain that they will rather be propitious to you as being a much better man than I am. I'll go indoors. That what is requisite may be prepared. You do as I said, if you are wise. Goes into his house. Scene 7. Iskiness alone. What can be the meaning of this? Is this being a father or this being a son? If he had been a brother or familiar companion, how could he have been more complacent? Is he not worthy to be beloved? Is he not to be imprinted in my very bosom? Well, then, the more does he impose an obligation on me by his kindness to take due precaution not inconsiderately to do anything that he may not wish. But why do I delay going indoors this instant that I may not myself delay my own nuptials? Goes into the house of Misio. Scene 8. Antadimia. I am quite tired with walking. May the great Jupiter confound you, Cyrus, together with your directions. I've crawled the whole city over, to the gate, to the pond, where not. There was no joiner's shop there. Not a soul could say he had seen my brother. But now I'm determined to sit and wait at his house till he returns. Scene 9. And Amicio from his house. Amicio speaking to the people within. I'll go and tell them. There's no delay on our part. But see, here's the very man. Oh, Mikio, I have been seeking you this long time. Why? What's the matter? I'm bringing you some new and great enormities of that hopeful youth. Just look at that. Fresh ones of blackest dye. There now, at it again. Ah, Mikio, you little know what sort of person he is. I do. Oh, simpleton. You are dreaming that I'm talking about the music, girl. This crime is against a virgin and a citizen. I know it. So then, you know it and put up with it. Why not put up with it? Tell me, pray. Don't you exclaim about it? Don't you go distracted? Not I. Certainly I'd rather. There's been a child born. May the gods be propitious to it. The girl has no fortune. So I have heard. And he? Must he marry her without one? Of course. What is to be done, then? Why, what the case itself points out, the young woman must be brought hither. Oh, Jupiter, must that be the way, then? What can I do else? What can you do? If in reality this causes you no concern, to pretend it were surely the duty of a man. But I have already betrothed the young woman to him. The matter is settled. The marriage takes place today. I have removed all apprehensions. 
this is rather the duty of a man. But does the affair please you, Mikio? If I were able to alter it, no. Now, as I cannot, I bear it with patience. The life of a man is just like playing with dice. If that which you most want to throw does not turn up, what turns up by chance, you must correct by art. Oh, rare corrector. Of course it is by your art that twenty minae have been thrown away for a music girl who, as soon as possible, must be got rid of at any price. And if not for money, why then, for nothing? Not at all. And indeed, I have no wish to sell her. What will you do with her, then? She shall be at my house. For heaven's sake, a courtesan and a matron in the same house? Why not? Do you imagine you are in your senses? Really? I do think so. So may the gods prosper me. I now see your folly. I believe you are going to do so that you may have somebody to practice music with. Why not? And the new-made bride to be learning to? Of course. Having hold of the rope, you will be dancing with them. Like enough. And you two along with us, if there's need. Ah, me. Are you not ashamed of this? Demia, do for once lay aside this anger of yours, and show yourself, as you ought, at your son's wedding, cheerful and good-humoured. I'll just step over to them, and return immediately. Goes into Sustrata's house. Scene 10. Demia alone. Oh, Jupiter. Here's a life. Here are manners. Here's madness. A wife to be coming without a fortune. A music wench in the house. A house full of wastefulness. A young man ruined by extravagance. An old man in his dotage. Should salvation herself desire it, she certainly could not save this family. Exit. End of Act 4